I V M. Okay, welcome to Cyrus Rewinds with me, Cyrus Brocha. At least that's what it says on the Aadhaar card as of now. I'm currently time traveling and taking you back into the past to revisit some of the entertaining podcasts we've done over the years, folks. These are going to be better than cricket highlights, so just trust me. Ready? Here we go. Yes, on Cyrus says we have a fabulous new artist, uh, writer, philosopher, king. His name is Vivek Kaul. He likes to be called by his pet name VK. 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 We'll put reverb there, so it sounds like a villainous entry for you in a Kannada film. From no, from the seventies Hindi movie. No? Ah, DK. That was more DK. 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 DK was a real. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Actually, DK has that touch immediately of uh, the villain's entry. Yes. DK. DK. And then they would always have this reverb. In fact, I think we didn't have reverb. If I remember correctly, people would just say DK three times. <laughs> Some moron at the back would keep saying it. DK. DK. Fill in the blanks. Vivek, call. I'm sorry to have you on this show. In the sense that you deserve better. But um, this is where you are. So we'll yes. start. It's called Cyrus Says. Uh, it, this show basically exposes people, as in people who want to listen to the show. Uh, not uh, So frankly speaking, I have no idea why. And we should talk to them more than we talk to people who are famous, who have done something with their lives, like yourself. Can we now talk about you? Otherwise, I'll keep ranting for another one hour. I've been in traffic for too long. So yes, that, I, that, I can see that, Cyrus. The yeah. kinetic energy gets harnessed when you're stuck for a long time. Then it gets released, you know, like a, a rubber band effect, so to speak. Right. Like the tsunami, except people die and here nothing happens. Okay, uh, Vivek Kaul, you were born and brought up in Ranchi. I'm telling you this in case you forgot. Uh, uh, you did your graduation in mathematics and computer science from St. Xavier's College in Ranchi. Like Mahatma Gandhi Road, there's a St. Yes. Xavier's College in every part of India. No, it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, no? It's not that bad. Yeah. You're saying the road isn't that good, is it? No, what I'm saying is uh, St. Xavier's College is not all over the place like Mahatma Gandhi Road is. Okay, so. fair enough. I want to just quickly point out here, this is Ranchi pre-Dhoni. This, this is, is in the modern world Dhoni, yes. Every time you mention Ranchi yes. You have to mention Dhoni yes. He's almost like uh, Forgive Rani of Jhansi But Raja of Ranchi yes. I don't know why I put that I mean, Nobody knew so Ranchi before uh, No Dhoni Yeah, yeah you're right yes. actually In fact it, uh, it was probably a, Got stepmotherly treatment And Jamshedpur was like the big one Yes because Jamshedpur Was associated with the Tatas Parsi 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 Reverb <laughs> Reverb DK ke baad Second reverb usage Parsi, Parsi Yeah but Parsi. 70s villains Used to be You know a lot of them Used Parsis. to look like Parsis I mean yeah. even though Hey yeah. We make call <laughs> Call is Kashmiri, right? You be very careful. <laughs> We've all got skeletons in the cupboard. Huh? No, but I am not a Kashmiri Pandit. I mean, my parents are. I was born and brought up what in What the Bihar, hell does that so. mean? Yeah, I'm a Bihari, so... Okay, fair enough. So, you're um, domiciled. That's nice to know. I'm Bihari. Hai. Uh, fair enough. So, uh, very rare. Given an option for anything else. But well done. So, uh, born Kashmiri Pandit, but decides he's uh, domiciled in Bihar. And, uh, well, Charkhand now, isn't it? Ha, but... This is a country where we're not specific, <laughs> people kill you. No, I, I grew up in Bihar. I it was Bihar then, yes. So you are specific and yes. you are right and I am wrong. Vivek call. Uh, so we'll quickly get into your your little, well, this not, it's a small bio data, but there's so much more to talk about. I'll quickly just run through post-grad diploma in management from Symbiosis Center. Uh, this is in Pune? Yes. Oh, wow. I had lots of friends there. Most of them graduated recently, I think. After 15, 20 years of partying. Because back in the 90s, I don't know what it's like now. Pune was the town for yes, partying. It was, I mean. Was now it? now it's like all over the place. And and very uh, cosmopolitan in the sense that you had a bit of United Nations presence. Yes. You had East African, West African, Iranian. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. And of course, people from all over. What I don't understand about Pune now that you insist on talking about the city is uh, why do the women uh, cover themselves? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's something I haven't I got scared uh, the first time, yes. you know. I mean, they say it's it's polluted. 
But then but Delhi so is rest of India. Yeah, I but mean, Delhi is more you, polluted. But women don't cover so up their faces. These are girls who've come from all parts of India and suddenly think Pune is the worst. Yes. I mean, really, that's so unfair. Yeah, but the, it was a bit intimidating the first time. We'll, I will talk a little bit about your life there as we get on with the program. But I'm told that we should get to the point now because I spent half an hour just introducing you and going nowhere. We've gone to Ranchi, Pune, back to Ranchi. Ranchi, Pune is like a bad tennis match on clay court. You know, people just going on and on, rally after rally. Which reminds me, 11 titles. I don't, watch, I don't watch tennis. Good, I'll just talk to myself. 11 <laughs> bloody titles. Who does that in the modern world? I'll answer it. Vivek, just stay out of it. All right. Okay. So like many other confused souls, you landed up in journal. I'm, I'm quoting you. Yes. You landed up in uh, journalism, which is um, not so common today, and found your true calling in reading, writing, and being lazy. But you sound like my... Well, most of my classmates when we were in the second standard, but you've gone on to make a career with the same uh, points, which is reading, writing and being lazy. You worked at senior positions with the daily news and analysis. Oh, DNA is actually that. Breaking news. Yes. <laughs> so I, I those die, rebo, nucleic acid yes. or whatever. Yeah, in fact, this is not the first time this has happened to me. So Yeah? yeah. Wow. People... Never I mean, that's really a good cocktail conversation. People cocktail never really knew the full form. Nobody I mean. knows. Yes, yes, I have met people who said you work with Dana. It's like that, you know. <laughs> Got to understand modern world, people are in a hurry. Uh, and the Economic Times, in the past, you were the youngest editor at DNA. Is this true? Yeah, I mean, I was not Pro the it. editor of DNA, but, but among the editors of DNA, I was the youngest editor. What is it? Like, like 800 editors? Is no, some I mean, there were some 20, 20, 20 editors. Yeah, I mean, every section had one, right? Okay, so why? Who's the boss? What's the boss's name? The boss, is, the boss oh, would sorry, be the ex- executive editor or a managing editor. So it's like the army. you got stripes here. Yeah, of course. You, I mean, we have hierarchies everywhere, Cyrus. I, now I'm learning. Yes. Well, I was so proud of you till you told me that 20. For one minute, I was like such a tendrucal of journalism. I, I can't such I thought you wouldn't ask. So. Oh, damn it. <laughs> but could you lie? I mean, after so many years of journalism, you're not allowed to lie. You know, with the social media, you can't lie. I mean, are you, What are you saying? Yeah. Social media is just lies. Ask Donald Trump. No, in the sense, not people like me. I mean, Yeah, Donald Trump can lie. So can, you know, who? So, uh, yeah. Kim Jong Un? No, the man we'll, we can't we'll, name. we'll use world leaders <laughs> if we hit the right one, all right? I'll keep going. <laughs> uh, is it uh, the man from China? Uh, is it the man from. Is it closer home? Maybe. <laughs> it's an audio. You can't just make expressions. It's audio here. Yeah, they put hear yeah I know. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, listen. Let's quickly get to the point, which is you are obviously a well known journalist. You are a person with lots of opinions. Uh, and you've written four books. Yes. Okay, uh, let's quickly go through all of them. Uh, Actually, you technically, uh, it's two books. Uh, essentially, what happened was... You wrote was, two books twice? No. What happened was the first one uh, became too big and was broken into three parts. So, te- you know, numerically, this is, it's this four. This is what happened to the Upanishads. Two. Similar story. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, I better be careful. Yeah. yeah. So, the first one was called Easy Money and it's essentially a history of money, banking, Mm-hmm. financial systems and how the all kind that of, the kind together. of thing that is riveting <laughs> actually it's pretty riveting if you look at the history of money mm-hmm. I mean it's extremely riveting I'm glad you said history of money because the demonetization has given us a historical yeah. perspective yes I, I mean, miss all those notes I have some of them by the way oh you still have them just, I just like look at them from time to time you know it's like if you have old girlfriends and you look at the album and you say oh Deepika I wish she was still around that kind of thing of course Deepika in my case became a man after gender's uh, you know surgery so a little complicated uh, I interrupted you uh, Big. so it was one huge book so it called, got divided into it was called Easy Money right. it got divided into three parts right. so which is why you know it ended up uh, as a trilogy and then I wrote a fourth book called India's Big Government so okay so India's big government is a separate book on its own. We'll come yes. to that. Let's first talk about easy money. That's the order, right? 
Right. The first book you wrote. So, uh, give us a little perspective. Why on money? What on money? And what what's the situation yeah. vis-a-vis money? So, essentially, uh, you know, what happened was uh, sometime in 2008, Lehman Brothers, the fourth largest... Oh, one sec, we're two seconds silence. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> because I had a pal working there, lost okay. his job and... Yeah, so it's almost died. 10 years now. 10, is it? It'll happen. September 15th uh, will be the 10th anniversary. So just quickly, before you get into it, so what happens to those people when the company dies? I mean, they just go on to work for other... Uh, companies i mean so see, what if you don't land a job immediately no, they will because see what has happened is lehman brothers went bust but, but other companies were, were bailed out right uh-huh. so they expanded and these guys were they were they bailed out that was a obama yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone was bailed Clinton. out except uh, obama obama, huh? obama everyone except uh, lehman brothers was bailed out so they were in made- fact it was george bush then uh, Obama came in. So the actual, uh, uh, the death of Lehman Brothers was during George Bush's regime. Right. And post that, uh, this uh, bank... The bailout, etc. started in George Bush's so era. Why, why Lehman Brothers were, were So essentially, what happened back then was that, uh, you know, there is this uh, concept called moral hazard in economics, which mm-hmm. essentially simply means... I'm pretending to say yes, but you will explain it to others. Yes, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> uh, it essentially means that, uh, you know, when you rescue uh, a bank once, the message other banks get is that it's fine to take on risks because at the end of the day if something bad happens the government will come to our rescue so henry uh, paulson who was the treasury head Hmm. Uh, in the US did not want to send this message across so he let Lehman Brothers go this is on the cusp of the recession right it's yes. not in the no, full it's, it's, it's essentially 2008 uh, the first uh, Obama is in charge so I'm saying it's a little earlier right Obama came in March 2009 right no uh, 9 9 November 2008 he won huh? so, oh, so March Jan, Jan he started switch, yeah. no, so we are talking about September this is before okay, Obama okay uh, so essentially, Henry Paulson let uh, your uh, Lehman Brothers go, and immediately, you know, within a period, you know, on that same day, he was told that AIG is in a mess. Now, AIG uh, was an insurance company which essentially, you know, impacted almost every American. Mm-hmm. So he had to rescue so, AIG, and after that, everyone else. Priority is what you're saying. Yes. Everyone these else. guys have Lehman Brothers an institution. I studied in the US acting, which of course went nowhere. Uh, and I remember I roomed with this. But guy. what is it with stand-up comics studying acting? And no, no, no. At that time there was no stand-up comics. It's 1994. Oh, okay. no, I'm, no, I'm just talking I'm about the stand-up comics. No, so. I know. I mean, I was the whole telling my mother later. I don't even know the existence. In fact, I was telling my my mother yesterday that you know you were before your time. So one minute lives with his mother. No, I don't live with my mother. We were on the phone. She lives in Delhi. So sorry. Yeah. No, you know, so uh, coming back to this whole stand-up mess that was happening, uh, we I went to Strasbourg because I was trying to do theatre and stuff like that. See, just like politicians, I started un- with an incorruptible sort of mindset. And then after two, three years, I said, forget this, I'll do whatever they give me if yes. they're going to pay me money. Yes. Hence, Rhodes was born at some point, you know, which makes Bakra look like a classic piece of intellectual humor. Yeah, Bakra was pretty good. Yeah, next to Rhodes, God, we are Hamlet. Don't worry about it. Uh, so no, coming back to this whole stand-up thing, my, my point was I, I stayed. We had to room with people to survive. New York is expensive, even now worse then and uh, so I had other Sesha Sai Tamram boy who did very well but he was with Lehman Brothers and we never saw him because they worked him investment banker into the ground he had Saturday off because of markets uh, in the east opening on Monday so Sunday was working Saturday was off and I would take him to see Don Giovanni and you know just things to broaden his mind and I think that hurt him even more you know <laughs> opera just wasn't his thing but uh, then suddenly I read about this Lehman Brothers collapse years later and I'm thinking oh god he must be right at the top of his game right now and, and, and now he'll be back outside uh, uh, you know Royal Opera House Waiting for for tickets. So what, 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 what does he do now? 
I don't know. We've lost touch. But but Lehman Brothers, because we roomed together and every morning he would leave at 4.30 in the morning and the sink would be filled with all the hair. Uh, you know, because we were like two Indians and one Australian guy rooming together, all hairy except me. And I left latest being in an acting studio. So, you know, haha, you know, you can go anytime you want to. But those three would just shave and leave and being men, it was a terrible experience. It was like being in Bangladesh in the early years, you know, when you just cross the border and you don't know where you're going. It was very painful. Anyway, why did we get to this? My, my, for That's some okay, reason, we, yeah, anyway, yeah. so I was studying there and uh, the Lehman Brothers, yeah. Yes. So uh, Lehman Brothers, I've always watched that uh, space to see if his name comes in. Is he now MD? Is he now stock options? 50% company holder whatever I mean whatever he must be doing he must be doing pretty well or he must have made his money and you know see no Indian did badly up yes, to that point yes. but in that little bit of the recession some of them were pushed aside so I can't say for sure um, the good thing is the less Indians abroad better when you're traveling so less people wave to you and um, uh, people uh, the etiquette of that country remains you mean you know Indians belonging to a certain part of India or? I won't go there <laughs> but uh, to provide civility and decency to the experience of traveling we have to keep our brethren back Back home. Right. This is, I think, coming from Ranchi or Mumbai, it's the same experience. But I again interrupted you while you were trying to explain to us this yes. entire reason. So basically, uh, Lehman uh, Brothers was let go and then they realized that uh, they couldn't let go AIG. And once you rescued AIG, you had to rescue everyone else. Domino sort of effect. All right. Yes. And, but they did. Most of the sick companies were sort of looked after. Yeah, yeah they now, were. Then, can I quickly ask you, since you're the expert on this, then I heard a story that Mr. Hmm. Dr. Vijay Malia, who's not a practicing doctor, but he may be because of the business not doing well, um, he offered a sort of mandoli, a sort of uh, middle path, which in the West is very acceptable when companies go sick yes. or bankrupt, yes. which is, let's say, 60 to 70% to the tenor of the total. Uh, let's say, and this may be wrong, but 6,000 crores instead of 9 yes. or 10,000 at that point. Why didn't the government take it? I mean, see, the point is, it was not a question of money. I mean, it's a so question it's vindictive of... vindictive stuff. No, it's not vindictive. Personal. It's the fact that he's just, you know, he's run away from the country, right? You cannot just that settle later, it. later, but I'm saying you can take this much money. At least the, when you talk about the human issue and paying off the human uh, load, which is lots of people who... Uh, salaries, etc. I mean, at least that kind of stuff could have been done, Yes, right? but then see, what had... With Vijay Malia, it, it was more of a political issue than an economic one. So. so hence, again, I'm saying, if he was in another country, in a Western uh, democracy, perhaps, perhaps. probably they would have they accepted would have this. Because yeah, yeah. the larger good, the greater good would be that let's try and, you know, yes. save as many people as possible. Yes, but than, you know, Cyrus, we live in an era of WhatsApp. So you have to be, you know, the, the next moment, what would have happened is people would have, uh, you know, come up with jokes. Like when Nirav Modi yeah, left, yeah. Chota Modi, Bada Modi, you know, yeah, the next yeah, day, yeah. I mean, and they, forgot, just, and they forgot the original Modi. Modi who left, I yeah. mean, the beach wala, you yeah. know, so, so, yeah, I mean, so these days, uh, politicians work uh, for the very, very short term. So. No, but looking at your example of America and the, the recession, which hit them very hard, uh, the government sort of stood up. Right. I'm sure at that point nobody liked the government. They stood up and helped many of the institutions, many of the banking institutions, yes. financial institutions were given a handout, given a bailout. But then whatever. see, you, that was also from the fact that Wall Street is essentially very, very close to the US government. So Henry Paulson, who was the uh, head of, you know, the US, uh, who was the treasury chief, uh, you know, the equivalent in India being the finance minister, uh, he was the former CEO and co-chairman, if I remember correctly, of Goldman Sachs. So it's as... So would he be holding equity in the company? Yeah, I mean, as uh, I mean, he was uh, the, the CEO, so obviously he would own some equity. Yet he didn't save Lehman Brothers. No, he didn't. But then he saved practically everyone else. So see, what happened oh, was... Oh, so were the Americans. He had equity in the company. He no, not Lehman Brothers. Wait, not Lehman Brothers. Goldman Sachs. Hey folks, hope you enjoyed that. Cyrus rewinds every Wednesday and Thursday. And possibly other days, but for now Wednesday and Thursday. 
Also, do listen to the full episodes, yar. You can find me at Cyrus Says on YouTube and I've been told that I'm also available on all the major audio streaming platforms. So, stay tuned. Aray, it's time for my dog walk. Ah, uh, Peter. Hey, hey, it's been another great week on the IVM Podcast Network. On All Things Policy, Ananya Desai and Rohan Pai discuss recurrent bans on fireworks during festive seasons in India and discuss possible solutions to tackle India's air pollution problem. On the Habit Coach podcast, Ashton Doctor welcomes Sahil Mehta, an esteemed mountaineer and author of the book Break Free. Sahil shares a transformative experience which became the catalyst for embracing discipline and fulfillment. The episode explores the profound impact of vulnerability on personal growth. Folks, if you like our shows, do spread the word. Tell your friends and don't forget to rate and review them wherever you're listening to them. Follow us on social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. You'll also find all our shows on YouTube at youtube.com slash IVM Podcasts. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week. Omidyar Network India, Abbott, IDFC First Bank and Save Life Foundation. Thank you for making this possible.